no question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number six of the Battle Nets Fans Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and I am back to talk about the last two Nets games. Uh, they won back to eight and eight, and uh, I appreciate you guys coming through and hanging out with me for uh, a little bit while I still get accustomed to doing this whole solo podcast thing. Uh, the last two games, definitely a good sign that we are back on the winning streak. I was really worried that once we were six and eight and we had the heat coming up and then the Bulls on the back-to-back that maybe things might, you know, get a little messy. We might lose those two and end up four games on the 500. But all in all, we're back to 500 after 16 games. And, I mean, I think we'll take that record after 16 games, especially with all the injuries we've had. I mean, the beginning of the schedule has definitely been tough. I saw some people posting on Twitter that it's the third hardest schedule in the league. So I was the third, yeah, the third most difficult schedule up until now in the league. And uh, and all in all, we're still 500, considering the fact that we're missing our again our top score, Cam Thomas, uh, Ben Simmons, our playmaker is out. I mean, so far he's been our leading assist man. I think now Nick Claxton is technically the the leading rebounder, but Ben Simmons would be the second. So. Considering all those things, we're looking decent and uh, getting into the specifically those two games that we just won. The Heat game, you have to win that game. Like, absolutely no excuse. I tweeted it out, and going into that game, when the Heat are coming off of a back-to-back, and they were coming off of an emotional back-to-back because they blew a 21-point lead against the Knicks in the third quarter, and they are emotionally exhausted. Then they go in on Saturday, second night of a back-to-back, and they rest Bam. They rest Jimmy. Uh, Duncan Robinson's out with an injury. And Tyler Hero is also out. Their top four players are out. I don't care who the Nets are missing. If you are at home coming off of an off day and the Heat are on a back-to-back resting the four best players, you have to win that game. And to the Nets' credit, they took care of business. Cam Johnson finally looks like he's, he's hitting his stride. He came off a little rusty from his injury. He was finally looking good. Cam Johnson ended up with... Uh, 19 points that game. He was 8 from 13 from the field, 2 for 6 from the threes. Uh, he had two steals. He was a, a plus 29, which I believe led the team. So Cam Johnson was looking good. Uh, I mean, you're playing a bunch of backups in the heat. So I know everybody was really excited that they forced 17 turnovers. They had, what was it, like nine blocks. And I get it, right? It, it, it's nice to see the defense finally stepping up because before the season, you kind of figured that was going to be the bread and butter of this team. And it's been anything but that. Like we've been just outscoring teams because teams have just been scoring at will. But I think that also has a lot to do with continuity. I think defense has a lot to do with continuity. And with all the injuries, sometimes Nick Claxton's in, sometimes he's out. Ben Simmons is supposed to be one of your main defenders. He's been out a lot. I think a lot of back and forth. And I think that that has also led to the lack of uh, good defense. And I think that that'll take uh, a little while to kind of come together. But they did have a great performance. They had to have a great performance against the Heat coming off back-to-back. And just, again, Jaime and Jack Hawkins was, I guess, probably their best player. And uh, I think he led the Heat that game. No, it was Caleb Martin led the Heat with 22. But Jaime Hawkins, their rookie, a four-year player out of uh, UCLA, ended up with 18 points. And you have to you have to take care of business. And they did. So, I mean, you don't want to say that um, any game is a given in the NBA. But you couldn't lose that game. And they won that. They lost their, uh, they snapped their losing streak. Nick Claxton looked great. He was five for seven from the field. Uh, he had uh, three blocks, two steals. And I mean, Nick Claxton's also coming around. I know he missed the second game of the back to back, but he's also looking much better now. And I was just all in all, just 
I was happy to see Cam Johnson come out and, and finally start showing up kind of, and everybody's like, oh, did he earn his contract? Did we mess up giving him this contract? Cam Johnson's a good player. He's not going to be a top 20, top 30 player in the NBA, but he's going to be a solid player. He's going to be the best, one of the a third best player on a really good team. And I think that that's what we have right now. Uh, Cam Johnson is that guy that you can count on to make plays defensively, hit three-point shots. And um, I'm, I'm glad with what I've seen so far. And Spencer Dinwiddie, I think that he's finally getting comfortable back playing that that playmaking role again. He had how many assists did he have that game? He had um, he had eleven assists that game, fourteen points. He was four from nine from the field, two for seven from three. And I, I I'm glad that Spencer's finally finding his group as the playmaker again. I believe he had over ten assists in the in the Bulls. Oh no, he only had seven assists in the Bulls game, but he had. Two games where he was over 10 assists, and against the Bulls, I guess I'll jump over to the Bulls game. He had seven assists, but the thing with the Bulls game, that was a sloppy start. And I, I understand that the Bulls aren't necessarily the the best team in the world, and maybe they didn't, like, hype themselves up before the game, but you can't come out like that. Like, I, I don't care if it's off a of back-to-back. The fact that you allowed the Bulls to score 36 and you only hit 19, at one point you were down by, like, 20 points in the first quarter. Like, one, that was scary. Because you figure, like, man, like, what is going on? Like, the Bulls were not missing, and the Nets could. I saw some people on Twitter saying, I'd be happy if they managed to score 50 this, this game because it looked like they just couldn't buy a basket. But I also saw the same thing just a week ago with the Bulls on the opposite end. The Bulls were down 22 to 1 against the Heat on a Friday night, I believe it was. And they ended up coming back to win that game. And all in all, when you have a big lead like that, the last thing you want to do is go on a run like that to start the game because the law of average takes over. And if you're that hot in the first quarter, there's a good chance that you're going to cool off and the other team's about is going to catch fire. I mean, basketball is a game of runs. And it, it proved itself to be just that because the Bulls came out on fire in the first quarter. I scored the Nets by 17. But then the second quarter came around and the Nets outscored them 44-19. to 19. I want to say they even took the lead into a half. And at that point, there was it was just a close game all the way through. But but the Nets were able to, to, to hold them off and, and take the dub. Now, great that they were able to come back. I'm really glad to see that. Royce O'Neal had a really good game. I was surprised that De'Ron Sharp didn't start because Nick Claxton was a late scratch. I can't, I mean, De'Ron Sharp is the backup center, but they wanted to go small. I don't know why you would go small against Vujicic. He's he's he has notoriously been a Nets killer, and I, th- I would have liked to see Dayron. But when Dayron did finally come on there, Dayron had a solid game. He was a, a positive thirty-one in the plus-minus, my favorite stat. And I mean, he was he was playing great. He had nine points, nine rebounds, and Dayron was was a big difference maker. Now Cam Johnson left in the third quarter with some cramps. It's like the second time it happens in the last week, so that's a little worrisome. But um, you know, it's just cramps, so he should be back. Just fine. I think the biggest takeaway outside of the fact that you won this game and you made that comeback after falling behind so far in the first quarter is Mikhail Bridges. Now, I love Mikhail Bridges, and I really do think that this kid could be special. I really do. When I see him, I see like a, a, a young Paul George with the body type, the game. But when I see games like yesterday, which was yesterday was the game in which they played the Bulls, I, I wonder if he could ever become that poor George type of player. Reason being, 
this game wasn't a blowout one way or the other. For the most part, when the Nets came back, they came back, they took the lead, but it was never a comfortable lead. Like It, it, it was well fought throughout the second half. There's absolutely no reason why Mikel Bridges should only be taking seven shots the whole game. Mikel Bridges ended up shooting five for seven from the field. He was shooting well. He was efficient. Four for six from three. But if you are the, the guy on the team, you can't just take seven shots. That's ridiculous. You have to be averaging at minimum, at minimum 15 shots a game. At minimum. You have to be looking for your shot. And I get that he he comes from the Suns. He was never the guy. He, he's used to playing within the offense. But at some point, you need to demand the ball if you are that guy. And I'm starting to think that he is not that guy. And that's not a knock to him. You know, maybe he just doesn't have that in him. Right? That's what everybody likes about the Mamba mentality, what, what Cam Thomas does. Cam Thomas, he's going to take his shots. He, he's going to look for his. And that's kind of what I wish Mikael Bridges did just a little bit more. Because when I look at Mikael Bridges right now, when I watch the Nets play, uh, maybe if KD was still here or something like that, I'd be fo more focused in on Mikael Bridges and his defense. Oh, he had a good defensive game. He locked this guy down. Oh, he did this, he did that. But... KD isn't on this team. Kyrie isn't on this team. Cam Thomas right now isn't on this team. <laughs> so I'm looking at Mikael Bridges more to produce offensively, to be somebody we can rely on when we need some offense. You know, and, and he hasn't been that. The fact that he only took seven shots and the fact that six of them were three-pointers, his bread and butter is the mid-game range. Why is he only shooting three-point shots? Like, I understand that it was a crazy night from three. The Nets broke their franchise record, I believe, when they hit 25 threes, or I don't know if they broke it, or it was like the second or third most in franchise history. Uh, I should have that stat. I, I don't have it up on right now. But it was a ridiculous nice shooting from three. They shot 50%. And I understand that that's what, they're, that's what this Nets team is this year, live and, by, by, uh, live and die by the three. But Mikael Bridges needs to get his. He needs to look for his. And, um, and I'm starting to, to worry a bit that he, he's not. He's not going to uh, ever become that guy. But we won, so it's hard to complain a little more uh, too much. I, I do think that if we would have lost, more people would have been pointing the finger at Mikael Bridges and how he only took seven shots. But, again, we won. And um, and it was an all-around effort. I think the the bench, like De'Ron Sharp came off the bench. He did a phenomenal job. Uh, Lonnie Walker walked. All right, my audio just went out. My apologies. Lonnie Walker, sixth man of the year, in my opinion. I, I think that he did a phenomenal job also. He went six from ten from three. And all in all, it was, it was a great team effort. Trenton Wofford, he, he's showing that he should be getting more minutes uh, at the four spot, at the power forward spot. How that's going to work when um, – when everybody's healthy, I'm not really sure. I think, unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of players that are getting some playing time now that are, are going to find, find themselves out of the rotation when everybody comes back healthy, but that's probably a good problem to have. But uh, the rest of the week, the, the Nets have the Raptors coming up on Tuesday, the Hornets on Thursday, and the Magic on Saturday. And with those three games coming up, those are winnable games. You should be looking at, hopefully, 10-9, and nine, maybe 11-8, and eight, uh once uh, the end of the weekend comes around and uh, we should be feeling pretty good about where this team is and we should be thinking playoffs. I mean, 
I've been saying this at the beginning of the season. I think this team is fifth or sixth seed, and, and I still believe that, and I'm really hoping that that's where they end up. That's where I see it. Look, if you can end up 8-8 eight and eight through 16 games, knowing the hard schedule we had to start the year and the fact that we've had so many injuries, wait till this team is completely healthy and start building some chemistry. I mean, we might be a problem for some people. Are we going to be an NBA champion? No, but I think we could surprise some people. We'll probably win a playoff game more than we've done in the last couple of years. Uh, but with that said, uh, again, it, it's been fun watching this team. That, that's one thing that I'll say for sure. It's been nice to watch the team and, and have fun watching the team because, you know, I've, the last four years were absolutely dreadful. So I'm, I'm appreciating what this team is doing, and uh, let's hope for, for more positive things coming down the line. All right, well, I hope you uh, – well, I appreciate you guys sticking with me again. I'm just getting accustomed to doing this solo podcasting thing, so just bear with me. I'll keep improving. It's a little weird when you don't have somebody else to bounce things off of. But regardless, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Uh, this was episode six. Nets are eight and eight. And let's, let's hope we keep uh, playing some positive basketball. Until the next one, have a good one.